I think a lot of people would quit drugs if they knew what Natural Highs taught. Um, I think a big part of that is that Natural Highs teaches you how to feel good on your own without the use of substance, and I feel that once people know that, they make the switch. So I'm really excited. We are here to talk about the new documentary, Alcohol, the Magic Potion. Um, and so first, I just would love it if you would share a little bit about how you got involved in this project and what people can expect from this documentary. Yeah, so of course, it was a big deal, right, when we got the call from the filmmaker, uh, because the filmmaker, Andreas Pichler, is actually a very famous filmmaker in Europe, and he takes on very controversial issues and then puts a lot of time and research into these topics that he picks up. Uh, and so his films are, you know, famous. Uh, they run in movie theaters. They run on major television channels in Europe. So you can imagine how I felt when he contacted us. I was like, <laughs> wow. And uh, so the way this connection was made to us, you know, being a pretty small grassroots nonprofit tucked away in Colorado, uh, the way the connection was made that uh, he did a year's worth of research around alcohol and particularly the current practices of the alcohol industry, uh, which is very interesting take on the whole topic, because as you know, uh, that's kind of when we saw the tide change with, uh, with tobacco and uh, where the use of smoking and cigarettes went way down when kids and adults learned about the practices of the, the of big tobacco. And so it was very uh, interesting to me that he kind mm -hmm. of took that same approach with alcohol. And so he did a year's worth of research. And uh, during his research, he, of course, uh, found out about the Iceland model, where in the country of Iceland, you know, they were one of the worst. They had one of the worst drinking rates uh, of teens drinking alcohol in Europe. Uh, because as you know, it's a very Northern country, it's dark half of the year, and so people drink a lot. So that was part of the Icelandic culture. And of course, teens were extremely affected by that. And then uh, the whole country, you know, was saying like, look, we can't let this happen. Like we can't let our kids destroy our, themselves. And so they all came together as a country, including government and schools and parents. And uh, they developed this model, a real comprehensive model. And they were able within 10 years to reduce the drinking rate in teens from 42% of all teens to under 5%, which is of course so dramatic. Uh, and also we're able to bring down smoking rates, bring down marijuana use rates. And so of course that model has gotten some attention. And really the Iceland model was uh, initiated by Harvey Milkman, who is a leading addiction researcher and has developed a lot of programs around uh, working with substance abuse, including um, you know, youth programs. And uh, he is a very, very like uh, long mentor and friend of mine. And he is actually the one that brought the term natural highs into the field 30 years ago. He taught people, you know, with an approach that is non-judgmental, really teaching people what they're actually trying to get to with substances. 
and then teaching people how to get to the real thing, to the natural high, right? So we, uh, of course, feel very, very, um, you know, indebted to him for his pioneering work. Uh, and so uh, the filmmaker contacted Harvey Milkman to talk with him about the Iceland model. And then Harvey said to him, oh, you have to talk to this person in Boulder who's running a program, Natural Highs, right now. And so you need to see what she does, right? And so the film team actually came in and spent three days with us, you know, filming everything we do. And so we are extremely proud that we're part of this documentary because it ran in German movie theaters. It ran on major television channels, you know, so we got calls and emails from Europe and it was very exciting. <laughs> very exciting. And I know that we've showed the documentary once with Parent Engagement Network and we're getting ready to show it again. Um, and that Harvey is local to us and it was very generous of him to join in and be part of the discussion and answer questions that people had. So very exciting. Um, so share a little bit about um, Natural Highs and what you do at Natural Highs and how it's related to all of this conversation. Yeah. So, you know, of course, during COVID now we do Natural Highs in different ways, right? So I'm going to just uh, fill you in on what we're doing now during COVID times, uh, because of course our program is very, very much uh, a community program where we have understood that uh, people use substances to experience a sense of community. And so we think that, you know, we need to bring the real thing to people. So a real sense of connection, a real sense of community. And because of that, uh, Natural Highs is a peer mentor program. So we train kids to be positive peers and to influence, you know, their friends or their circles or other kids. Uh, to do, you know, healthy things rather than using substances. And so, uh, you know, our program was heavily uh, based on, you know, building community. And now with COVID, we had to reinvent everything we do. So we are offering currently outdoor safe distancing mask uh, meetings because what we learned over the summer is that, um, the online format just doesn't work for everybody. It's heartbreaking, you know, because we started putting everything online and uh, there were certain kids who just told us that it's not working. And um, so because of the need in the community, we started putting uh, on outdoor meetings. So we do one every Tuesday afternoon and we do uh, some on the weekend, uh, like Saturday afternoon, Saturday evenings. Uh, so that people who the online thing just doesn't work for, they still have a sense of community. Uh, then we also offer online groups and they are run by peer mentors, by kids and by adult mentors around, difficult, uh, uh, around different topics. So we have one right now <clears throat> on dreams. We have another one on positive body image. Uh, we do philosophy circles. So we do a whole weekly calendar of offerings, you know, both for teens, some are for people all ages. Uh, we show the film alcohol uh, because the film is not accessible in the public yet, right? And uh, the filmmaker is really interested that we are showing it in community with discussion afterwards. Uh, we also were part of another documentary on high THC 
cannabis. And that's another documentary we were part of and that we're showing in a similar format, right? Where parents are encouraged to watch it with their kids, uh, with their teenage children, so that they have a common language afterwards that they can continue the conversation. Great. And I know that um, I've, I've been around and seen the work at Natural Highs for a long time. And I know that part of what makes it successful is that you're introducing um, actual strategies and techniques that can help kids achieve those same feelings. And that's the natural part of it. So I think that's really great. Um, as it relates to the documentary, can you share a little bit about what the documentary covers, what it's about and how he approached the conversation around alcohol? Yeah, so it's a full length film, right? It's a 90 minute documentary and you're going to see... Um, a lot of insight into the practices of the alcohol industry, uh, really in Europe and around the world, uh, which again, we know that that's a really powerful approach for teens, because if teens see that they're really taken advantage of, you know, and that they're getting hurt uh, for profit, we have seen this approach be very successful in really waking up kids and adults uh, to want to question this kind of cultural practice why we use alcohol to celebrate or why we use alcohol to feel connected. Uh, so the film uh, spends a lot of, a lot of the bulk of the film is on, on that, right? It's on the alcohol industry and um, also how the alcohol industry influences government and uh, really gets government onto their side and uh, not, you know, impose regulations and things like that. Um, at the end of the film, uh, that's where the film goes into healthy alternatives, right? So the film actually, they visited Iceland. So you're going to see the Iceland model in action, which is very exciting. Uh, you hear how they do that there and what parents do there. And uh, so it's super helpful. And then um, we are the other, the second alternative at, towards the end of the film and, um, you know, the filmmaker told us afterwards that he said, we wanted you to be a much bigger part of the film and unfortunately <laughs> couldn't do that. Uh, but they actually created beautiful bonus material. So actually on their website, there's a lot more of the footage on natural highs. Uh, but I think even the, the piece in the film, you know, gives a lot of insight into how we work. And so... We like that, that, the, that it's, it's getting known because our groups don't look like a traditional drug prevention program. You know, we do a lot of kind of adventure, uh, healthy risk, interesting practices for kids and also practices that really immediately show you that you can do healthy things to change your state. You know, we do a whole initiative right now, how to turn anxiety into your superpower that we have also done with Parent Engagement Network. Uh, so we want to just show kids like, look, you don't need uh, alcohol or marijuana or another drug to help yourself relax. There's other practices you can do that. And, you know, we work with herbs and acupuncture and all kinds of things that are very intriguing to kids and I, I think that's what, what the difference is, right? Why kids want to be part of Natural Eyes. Right, right. That and that non-judgmental piece where you're, you're giving them options and choices and they get to make their own decisions. Um, I, I, when I saw the documentary, I liked that it uh, followed the story of an individual's life and kind of how 
alcohol had affected her. Uh, and that was where they, I saw a lot of the integration of like how it, it, how it affected her health, how it affected her relationship. So I think it's rich with a lot of different information. Um, is there a particular group or population or age that this film is most appropriate for? You know, I think uh, it's appropriate for anybody who wants to have a conversation, either with family members or with a loved one or a friend, uh, with, where people want to have a conversation about alcohol but don't really know how to start it. Uh, that's where I think the film is the most powerful, right? So people should not watch this movie alone. People should literally, you know, invite a friend and say, hey, there's this famous European documentary on alcohol. Would you like to watch it with me? Uh, right? And then continue the conversation. I think it helps have this conversation in a very non-judgmental way, but also in a very updated way, right? Because I think a lot of times parents have a, have a hard time having these conversations because people feel, well, I don't know enough or I'm not an expert. Like, who am I, you know, to talk, uh, to bring up this conversation? Well, this film will give you a lot of language and a lot of updated information for you to have this conversation, whether it's with a child or with an adult uh, or a family member or a friend. So I think that's the most powerful. Um, in terms of age appropriate, right? So I would think it's very appropriate for teens. There are references in the film to prostitution in Africa because the alcohol industry has actually, uh, you know, um, hired prostitutes to advance the, the sales of alcohol, which is just a terrible business practice. So there are references to prostitution. So when parents ask me, you know, is this film appropriate, you know, for a 10-year-old or a 12-year-old, I let them know that, that there are references uh, to prostitution. And if, you know, this is something you don't want your child to be exposed to, then the film might not be uh, they, it might not be right for them, right? But uh, there's no graphic images of that. Uh, there is graphic images of people who are drunk, obviously. Um, you know, but you know, kids are exposed to that, right? And so, but that's why I would say parents need to make the judgment call. Right. Um, I would love to follow that thread about having conversations because that is the thing that we see a ton with parents is that it's very difficult to have these tough conversations with their kids. Um, and I heard what you said about there being some common language, um, especially if you're sitting there and watching it with your child and maybe it just introduces some talking points or, or even just opens the door for the conversation. Um, but what are some maybe sentences, strategies, um, techniques that you would advise parents to be in that kind of conversation with their kids? Like what advice would you have for them? I mean, you know, the question that comes up a lot is because alcohol is so normalized in our culture, you know, and this old kind of thinking that, oh, if a drug is legal, it must be better for you than an illegal drug. Well, we know now that that's not true at all, that we have drugs legal that are actually incredibly damaging, uh, especially to a teenage brain like cannabis or alcohol or nicotine, um, you know, and the film is very clear on that. There are people speaking in the film that really the most deadly drug that we have right now uh, is one of them is alcohol, you know, so uh, on that level, it's very helpful to have a conversation. 
Uh, it's also very helpful, you know, I mean, one of the things I think that is sometimes hard for parents is that parents say, well, I'm drinking alcohol. Is that, you know, how should I say to my kid that, you know, it's legal above 21, but, you know, I'm drinking alcohol, but I don't want you to drink it. And, you know, that's a, that's a big question. And I would say, you know, of course, each person needs to find their own way. But we do know that kids don't really listen to what we say. They watch what we do. And my hope for this film would be that not just kids get challenged around their thoughts, but also adults, you know, like uh, that we question ourselves and ask ourselves, like, why do we celebrate all the biggest moments in our lives with a an addictive drug like could we do this in a different way so for example we started a competition uh, where people can hand in recipes for alternative fancy drinks right like could we get more creative please right could we not celebrate an anniversary or a, a birthday or a wedding with healthy, fun, creative, fancy drinks, right? So we're collecting these recipes and there's prizes for that. So uh, I would challenge everybody, you know, including adults on that. And I think one of the most powerful things adults can do for their teenage children is to do this project as a family, to say as a family, you know what, we're not using substances. We are doing this in a different way. Uh, really for our children and for, for all, for our whole family. So, um, but again, right, who am I? I'm not telling people what to do. We don't do that in natural eyes, but we, <laughs> we certainly want to inspire ideas. And I think the film, you know, is a good jumping off place for that. That's great. And is this um, recipe book going to be available for people? Yeah, so that's the idea, right? So everybody who hands in a photo and a recipe uh, and a little bit about themselves, uh, they're going to be entered first for prizes, but then also we're going to create an ebook that then afterwards people can get and have all these beautiful, and they're already, they're so amazing recipes already uh, that people got super creative with. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that there's lots of things coming out right now, um, the curious uh, elixir kind of beverages that people can purchase, but they're very expensive. So I think learning how to make some of your own favorite drinks and concoctions is pretty effective and fun. Yeah, totally. You know, because of course we're trying these uh, alternative non-alcoholic drinks. And I have to tell you, a lot of times we're disappointed. We're like, we're doing so much better with naturalized <laughs> right? Because we've been doing this for a very long time, experimenting with healthy herbs that make you feel good, that help you feel being relaxed, uh, but that are non-addictive and actually help your brain function better, you know? So uh, there's so much available now that, you know, it's not really necessary to fall back on a substance like alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. And another very exciting thing happening is your new podcast, This Badass Sober Life. Um, can you share a little bit about that? Yeah. So we are so proud of launching this new podcast. And uh, it's called This Badass Sober Life because we want to show that being sober does not mean, you know, just not doing drugs or alcohol, uh, but that it means 
really living life in a better way, in a funner way, in a more in a more uh, interesting way. Uh, because if you don't use copies, you know, we teach in Natural Highs that alcohol, marijuana, any other drug, it, it's really copies uh, manipulating your own neurotransmitter system. And once you know which drug is influencing which neurotransmitter, you can do that in a healthy way, right? You can support your own serotonin, your own GABA, your own dopamine uh, with different activities and herbs and building blocks and all of that. And so we think that that's really super exciting. And uh, so that's why we called it this badass sober life. Um, the other reason we're so excited about it is because it's a community podcast, right? So you will hear different people interviewing a wide variety of people. So we have kids interview adults. We have adults interview kids. We have kids interview kids. So we have really a wide range of experiences and backgrounds. Uh, that make the podcast really rich and, and inspiring. Yeah. That's fun, fun, fun. What are some examples of the guests that you've had so far? So, uh, for example, we had one of our peer mentors who's a high school teen interview Erin Huey, who runs Fire Mountain programs, so who got into this whole world of providing treatment. You know, he started out... Uh, basically having kids in his house, uh, saving them from the streets. And that has now grown into a full-on residential treatment center. And he's also a parent. And so to hear a teen interview a parent and parent coach uh, about parenting teens is just hilarious, right? I mean, it's so <laughs> fun. Um, so that was one of my highlights uh, for me personally. And then Another one that was really moving is uh, we're doing, we're offering natural highs right now for women uh, in the justice system uh, whose lives have been really affected by drug use and mental health and trauma. And I interviewed a woman who is now a peer mentor who has literally gone through hell in her life with lots of loss and uh, trauma. And she talks about how Natural Highs has helped her turn her life around. You know, because sometimes people think of Natural Highs as this like, oh, you guys are, you know, doing groups and it's all like nice and light. And it's not that light, right? I mean, we, we serve people on very, in very extreme places. And uh, sometimes we are the ones who, who bring that piece to the puzzle for people to turn their life around. And so that interview also just is very moving. It's called Wisdom from the Dark Places. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to have to listen to that. Um, how can people see this documentary? Yeah. So at this point, uh, you cannot see it you know, online or uh, it's not available to the public. Uh, you have to see it through us, right? We have permission from the filmmaker to show it in community. And so the next uh, possibility is thanks to Shelly, thanks to you and the Parenting Engagement Network is uh, on September 24th, Thursday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. And it is online. So you can get tickets. Uh, you can uh, go to our website, naturalhighs.org 
or you can go to Parent Engagement Network and you can get your tickets. And uh, with your ticket, you also support uh, the Parent Engagement Network and Natural Highs right now. I don't know if you know that because of COVID, we, uh, our funding, we have literally lost 100% of our funding that we were funded through the city of Boulder for the last eight years. Mm -hmm. And because it was connected to the sales tax, uh, it's now completely gone for the school year. So uh, we need to now raise our own funding. And so with a ticket to the movie, you can help with that. Uh, because lots of nonprofits are hurting right now and are really struggling to survive. So I would just put the word out to everybody, you know, please make sure that the nonprofits that you care about survive this time and you might have to step in and help as much as you can. Because um, I think both uh, Penn and Natural Highs, are, we are affected. So that's how you get your tickets. We also will put out a Facebook event uh, so you should be able to find it either through Parent Engagement Network or Natural Highs. Um, that's how you get your ticket and help help us spread the word, right? We don't have a big marketing machinery, so we depend on word of mouth. So spread the word if you know vulnerable people who should get that input right now. And then we will host, uh, you know, both the alcohol documentary and the other side of cannabis documentary regularly because we think that those two documentaries really are very updated, very cutting edge info on both of these substances and really help engage kids and adults in this conversation. Yeah, yeah. And Penn will continue to support that and offer times when people can see these documentaries. Um, and thanks for saying what you said about nonprofits because it's very true. We're all kind of suffering right now. Um, and it's at a time when people need it more than they did before for, for many. So um, Penn also has a substance use initiative that you can donate to on our website, penbv.org. Um, and that goes toward supporting programs like, like the documentary showings and other things that help people who are, who are suffering from addiction. So yes, please uh, support however you can. Um, well, and I want to I want to add I want to add right. Uh, we are seeing right now. Everybody talks about COVID, right? But we're seeing a silent shadow epidemic right now happening around mental health and around substance abuse. And one of the major substances, unfortunately, is alcohol. And I am part of the Colorado State uh, Substance Abuse Task Force. And we just saw the latest data uh, on what, you know, the impact of COVID. And it's very clear that alcohol use is way up. And it is way up in exactly the populations that carry the most burden from COVID. Among them, parents with children and women and, uh, you know, people from marginalized groups. So it is really the people carrying the biggest burden from COVID who are at highest risk using substances. And so the, the alcohol film is very timely right now, uh, you know. And mm -hmm. so please look out for these people in your community where you see that they're coping in unhealthy ways uh, because that film might be kind of like that spark, right, to, to start the conversation. Right, absolutely. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to share with our audience before we go today? 
Well, I wanted to say thank you for, you know, you uh, keeping moving during these very challenging times and you keeping this commitment so strong, supporting parents, because we know that parents are one of the most burdened groups of people right now with COVID and having their kids at home and, uh, you know, mental health and all of that. So I really thank you for your work and that we can collaborate. It's just so uh, wonderful. And the last thing I want to add is that because of the intense uh, you know, situation with COVID and mental health, we are offering specific resources for COVID uh, for free to parents and kids and adults and anybody. And so people can sign up. We send out these little resiliency email care packet uh, care packets with, you know, info and little inspiring videos so that people can keep a positive focus. And anybody can sign up for these emails for free on naturalhighs.org. And I'm sure you will put, uh, put that link in the show notes so that people can access that, right? So if you have a person who right now is depressed and can't even get out of bed, you know, sign them up because uh, you might really help them just get that kind of spark and that positive inspiration to keep going. Yeah. Mm, yes. And thank you for putting those together. I have looked at many of them and, you know, in line with the conversation we were having about doing things together as a family, many of them give you that conversation starter and that activity that you can sit down and do together. So they're really wonderful. Thanks for, thank you for continuing to plug forward and put these kind of resources out there for our families. Yeah. Great. Well, I so enjoyed our conversation. I can't wait for our showing this coming up and um, we'll just keep doing this. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I can't wait. I'm so happy we can do this in community because community is more important than anything right now. Connection, right? Not social distancing, uh, but actually more social connection, right? And to get creative. So I'm so happy we can offer that on yeah. September 24th. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Wonderful. Awesome. Well, thanks for being here. You're welcome, Shelly. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. So thank you for listening. If you liked this episode of This Badass Sober Life, please subscribe to our channel so that you get uh, notified when the next episode is coming out. If you would like to connect with us, please find everything we do on our website, naturalhighs.org. And there you can also sign up for free notifications, free emails to all of our events, activities. You can also check out our store. We have beautiful 